0: If you have the desire to write, draw, paint, perform, speak or act, right now it might feel like a hobby or something that you used to do, but I want you to uncover that creative gift and bring it back to life. This is about honouring your creativity, making space for it in your life and overcoming resistance to creating. If you're ready to unlock your own creativity to find ultimate soul restoration and life transformation, you're in the right place. I'm your girl. Grab your pen or your paints. Let's go. You're writing, painting, crafting, and out of nowhere, you're thinking, who am I to be creative? Who would read this? Would anyone buy this? Isn't someone already doing this? I'm your host, Siobhan Jones, and today we're going to walk through how to tackle these beliefs and rewire your creative mindset. Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know I have two mentorship sessions available for the month of March that are remaining. This is for you if you are stuck in your creative flow, whether you're a painter, dancer, writer, or you're experiencing that writer's block. You really want that poem or that first draft written. You want the manuscript in your hand, and you're ready to plan it in and finally put pen to paper. I would love to be your mentor through this process. I have been a writer for over a decade, both in my career and my personal life. I finished a few manuscripts, and I know what it's like to get stuck on content creation. But the best part is you don't have to stay there. I want to help you get free from all the what-ifs and the what-should-I's and the what-should-I-writes and the how-do-I-get-started's and all the other questions that are spinning through your brain. And I want you to get to work. Let me hold your hand through this experience so you can stop thinking about it and start creating. Email me at hello at theunlockedcreative.com. I am so excited to work with you. Those thoughts you're having that come up when you're about to write or paint or play, or even during your session. How rude is that? Well, those thoughts stop you from taking action. And what does that do? Well, not taking action keeps you from serving others and being alive in your creative gift. And I get it. I spent over a decade with those thoughts. The thing that helped me through it was becoming aware and knowing what, what they really were. How I tended to respond... So the behaviours or things I would do to avoid anything creative. And of course, then I would use a battle technique. So let's start with awareness of what those thoughts really are. Your inner critic, and it's real. It's a protective mechanism that you've developed that everybody has. It's a natural thing that your mind develops. Fear, as you know, is evolutionary. The inner critic has a role. It plays a function for you and for everybody. It's there to protect you from danger, whether that danger is real or imagined. But I want to share something with you. When we're born, we only have a couple of innate fears. The two that we know of are fear of loud noises and fear of falling, which means that most of our other fears are learned. And one of those is a fear of being hurt in some way. Your inner critic keeps you from doing anything that might invite criticism. And that criticism could be from yourself or from others. So it's interesting to think here about what kind of things might invite criticism. Doing the creative work, yes. And especially things like putting your creative work out into the world, whether you're submitting a manuscript, or you're exhibiting your artwork, or you're even showing a friend what you've done. So the inner critic is there to keep you safe and comfortable. Also, to keep you where you are. And there are so many ways that it can show up. Here are the big ones for you. My all-time favorite is not creating. So just simply not starting. And that's definitely how I responded to my inner critic. When I didn't know what was stopping me or how to move forward, I didn't write for 10 years, but I did begin again. Another one is procrastinating. Procrastinating is another great one that you might be familiar with. Giving yourself triggers. I'll do X when Y happens. But often you'll have no control or say in if or when Y happens. Another one is letting others lead the way and resenting it because you didn't do anything. Comparison. So, you know, isn't someone already doing this? Mine isn't as refined as hers. She's so far ahead of me. All that jazz. You get the picture. Starting projects and never finishing them make a note of when you're using absolute language like never or forever. And one thing that's so often left out when people talk about the inner critic is how it shows up in our bodies. For me, definitely tension, constriction, you know, there might be a sense of limit of heaviness. It's really important that you can notice where that is, um, because what it tells you is that it's the inner critic at work in your body so you're having a physical reaction or response to a thought which is the inner critic kind of thought so do you experience these when you try to create is there any one that stands out for you I'd really like you to keep that in mind because we're going to use that later and as much as I say to you that there is only one unique you in this world which is so true Your inner critic is going to have something to say about that, but that's okay because the inner critic's voice is just another opinion and you know what they say about opinions. Everyone has one. So what we're going to do, because really deep down the inner critic is there to try to help us, what we're going to do is just invite it in. Not to take over, not to let it take the paintbrush or pen and leave you in a heap. It's a visitor, inconvenient as it is, We're just going to invite it in to have a herbal tea. We're going to look at what the inner critic says, just look at it and not ask why. And that's it. Because all it is, all those words or feelings are, is a learned pattern of thinking. It doesn't give you any solutions, does it? I mean, when you think about it, it's just repetitive phrases or words that go through your mind. And once you use this when you're creating, you'll have more space for confidence I do want to talk about the importance of being able to evaluate your work versus the inner critic. Creativity is one part idea generation and one part evaluation. So you need to be able to evaluate your work in a way that's constructive. So your ability to evaluate your work, let's call this your evaluator voice, it sounds a lot different to your inner critic. Your evaluator will offer suggestions like maybe you could add a little bit more color here, those sorts of things. But your inner critic sounds like a bully. The kinds of words or thoughts it uses can actually be a shadow of what authority figures we've had in our lives have said, whether that be parents, teachers, coaches, or others who had a strong influence on you. Over time, each of us take in what others have said and create our own belief systems, many of which we develop to avoid the potential to be hurt. Notice there that I said potential because it's about the threat of pain, whether that be real or imagined. The truth is your inner critic thinks that it's helping you. It's keeping you safe. But its methods are questionable. It's not possible to eliminate the inner critic, because it's part of how we've evolved over time to protect ourselves. And it tries to do this in really weird ways, now that there are no saber-toothed tigers around. But the good news is, you can turn down the volume of the inner critic, or, you know it on mute. The only way we can do this though is by seeing the inner critic in its true form and we need to do a bit of rewiring. I just want to note that this may be triggering for you. I ask that you show self-compassion and if you need to please seek the professional help that you need. So are you ready for your inner critic battle technique? And if you're multitasking make sure to pause this and do the work okay? So here's your inner critic battle technique get a notepad, or open your laptop. Make four columns. Okay, number one. In the first column, write the word thoughts. Over the next week, notice and jot down the thoughts that stop you from creating. Write down the exact phrasing. Don't try to understand it. This is just to create awareness about how your critic typically comes up for you, so that you can choose how to respond. Now, when you're doing this, if the thoughts get pervasive and loud, just say to them, Thanks for your input. Thanks for letting me know or label it as thinking. Okay, number two. In the second column, write feeling. I want you to note the feeling in your body. What is it? And where do you feel this? Is it in your belly or your chest, your throat? Just note it down. Three. In the third column, write doing. Remember earlier when I said keep in mind how your inner critic shows up for you? Write that thing down. Think about what you tend to do or not do when these types of thoughts pop up. Do you go and do laundry or screw your page up or do you go and watch Netflix? Four, what I want you to do is make a fourth column and come up with an alternative thought. What would a supportive friend say to encourage you? What's an alternative thought to the one that has come up? And step number five, when you're creating next time, do the same activity. Have this little exercise with you each time you create, so that if the inner critic does decide to visit, like the inconvenient visitor it is, notice what's coming up. Chances are there's a pattern of thinking that you can now recognize for what it truly is, the inner critic. I want you to journal over these steps, and then come and share what you discovered in our private Facebook group. I actually use this activity when I'm writing, because for me it comes up quite a bit, and it'll be in different ways at different times and this exercise really has helped me to see see the inner critic for what it really is and keep creating anyway so i'm really keen to hear from you how you went and what you discovered so please do come and share what you discovered in the private facebook group and it's called the unlock creative community before you go if you got value out of today's show leave a review and help others get that step closer to unlocking their creativity. Till we meet again, same time next week. Take care.